One of the most challenging and perhaps troubling tasks we have is trying to understand what we want to do with our life. And perhaps more importantly, from a spiritual perspective, what is God calling me to do with my life? These kinds of decisions, these choices, they define our future, and they're really frightening. Because the thought of making a bad or a wrong choice, it has pretty severe consequences. And these kind of questions, they begin to present themselves pretty early in our lives. I mean, teenagers face decisions about where I want to go to high school, or what major should I study in college? Perhaps even what college is right for me? Or even is college right for me? And young adults, they wonder about their career choices. Should I change jobs or should I stay with the same company and hope for advancement? Vocationally, am I called to marriage or am I called to a religious life or am I called to live singly for the Lord? Older adults those whose children have grown up begin to ponder about what they're called to do. And certainly, senior adults question what role they're now to play in society. These are difficult questions. But all of these questions really center on the notion of happiness. Will my choice, my decision, will it make me happy? And what I ask you to think about, however, is, is that the right question? For is happiness simply the reward or the consequence of our decision? Or does happiness come from a commitment of our will to live out our decision? If we think that happiness is solely the result of what choice we happen to make, that makes the task of choosing so much harder and so much more frightening because a wrong choice could lead us to a life of unhappiness. It's kind of a winner-take-all proposition. If I choose correctly, I will be happy. 
just because I chose correctly. But it doesn't matter in that case how it is that I pursue that choice or what effort I make to live it out. It's all simply about the choice. If, on the other hand, we seek happiness by living out our choices to the best of our ability, then we will find it easier and less frightening to make those choices. Because we now commit ourselves to our choice. And I contend you will be happy even if things don't turn out successfully. For your happiness will derive from applying yourself to the pursuit of your choice. Now, so far, I've kind of focused on decisions that we all face just kind of living in this world. Choices about schools and jobs and careers and vocations. But there is another choice we have to make. A choice about pursuing what it is that God desires for us. And discerning this calling can be very, very difficult. Because we must first learn to discipline ourselves to listening or hearing God. And we must quiet ourselves to let God speak to us rather than us speaking to God. And then we must be willing to respond to God what he calls. God is calling each of us to be his disciple, to carry on Jesus' mission. And the way we answer the call is different for each one of us. Paul tells us in the second reading that God has called us to a life of freedom. But this freedom is meant to enable us to freely love one another, to serve one another, to seek the good of the other. And we can fulfill this calling whether we're single, whether we're married, or whether we live a religious vocational life. It's how we fulfill this call to love that we must choose. In my own case, my vocation is marriage. This is what God called me to. And while marriage is my primary vocation, God called me to serve him in other ways as well. And my understanding of my call to the diaconate 
That took place over many years, slightly more than 10. But I had to first discipline my heart, my mind, and my soul to hear God's call. And to do this, I began by making retreats. I started a daily regiment of prayer. And I accepted invitations to serve. Some of these were in rather non-threatening ministers, ministers, like liturgical ministries. And some of them a bit more challenging, like prison ministry and social justice. But over time, I began to hear or sense God's voice calling me. And the prophecy of Zechariah for his son, John the Baptist, especially spoke to me. Zechariah prophesied when John the Baptist was born. He said, You, my son, will be the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. As I listened to, prayed and reflected on this simple couple of sentences, I understood that this prophecy about John was not just about John the Baptist, but about the mission of all of Jesus' disciples. And if I was to be a disciple of Jesus, it was to be my mission. For God was calling me to prepare his way and to give his people knowledge of salvation. Now, not everyone responds to that particular passage as I have. But God is calling you and calling you through his word, the scripture. Saint after saint has identified themselves with some scriptural passage which they felt directly spoke to them. And if you wonder how God is calling you, I suggest you spend some time in Scripture. Read them slowly and reflectively. Walk with Paul, with Peter, with John, or with Mary. Put yourself in their place and listen as Jesus speaks to them. Experience God's calling through their story. For God wants you to make it your story. He's calling each of us 
to be his disciple. And then seek the happiness God has promised by living out and pursuing that calling of God.